Working our way through a busy week on Kelly and Company. Glad to have you with us out there, the, hanging out in the company and taking in what we're doing on the program. Always want to hear from you wherever you are listening in around the world. Maybe you're checking us out through TuneIn Radio or the Radio Player Canada app, for example. Maybe you're listening at AMI.ca right from your computer and checking us out from the website and the live stream of AMI-audio. Ramya Muthan over there in Toronto at the home studio. I'm Kelly McDonald at the home studio in London, Ontario. So there's a lot of time on the program, Ram, and it never seems like we have enough time when we get into these conversations, whether it's through our voices or when we're sharing book talk on, on our book of the month uh, discussions or with hobbies and collections where we gather here once a mm-hmm. month to explore what people are collecting and the stories and sentiments behind those collections. We welcome Jeffrey Rainey to join us. He's an avid listener of the show, the network, and we appreciate his support and his time. And one day he responded into conversations as he was today earlier in our Motown chat. And, of course, Ms. Amuthan over there picks up on, oh, die-cast cars and Hot Wheels and things. <laughs> oh, wow. So he's joining us today uh, to talk about his collection of cars. Um, Jeff, is there an actually an official way to refer to this collection? Uh, no, just cars. <laughs> okay. I guess. Like asked me yesterday, and it made me stop and think, yeah, like, if you're a collector and someone this? says, yeah, man, can I hear all about your little cars? What are you talking about? A little car? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, is it offensive to say toy cars? Because for those of us who don't collect, I remember it as just the toy cars laying around the house that my brother, quote, collected. And, and Ramya, quote, destroyed by stepping on them, unquote. Exactly. So well, that's really how I first knew them. So I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's how I first knew them. So that's fine with me. Okay, great. So, um, how large is your <laughs> is your collection? Because we're not kids anymore. So if we're talking about oh. it now, it must be pretty significant, oh, even if not in amount. About, in Jeff and I are still kids sitting on the floor playing with the cars. Mm-hmm. We still zoom, 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 zoom. That's that's right. Um, as opposed to how 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 big is it? I would say there are probably about five or six containers and all, and then a whole dresser full of them, full oh of them. And yes. So how so do you have, them I've set never up? actually counted. How do you have like, okay, in a container, they're piled in together carefully enough, I'm assuming, but how do you, when it comes to cars, before we get into the various types of them, how do you store them carefully? And if you feel, I want to go look at certain ones, obviously of your own system, but I'm more curious how you store them. And is there any, you tell somebody now if you're keeping cars don't do this to them because they'll get chip damaged or or what um well like you said if it's in if it's in a uh container that has uh that has slots for them you know like a container that was designed for uh for storing things like that then um i think it if i had to say it probably started with just adding them one by one and getting familiar with that layout and then working around that. So once you knew what a V, what a car was when you got it and when it was new and it was, you know, you held it all the time and you knew every bit of it. Um, and you figure, and you just add it. Okay. That one is now going to go there. That's its new home. And, um, you know, I guess in the same way that you would organize, uh, you know, the way you get organized with things in your cupboard, um, and yeah, it is, uh, it is. And, and then same in, same in, uh, in a dresser, you know, it's, um, maybe that was just how it was started. Maybe it was just, 
you know, putting things away one day and that was the, and that was the order that they got put in or sometimes maybe size or, um, so yeah, there's, there's definitely, if it's in a, if it's in like a tub, like one of those containers on wheels that you can just, you know, or, or even just something for storage. Yeah. You'd have to thumb around for it, but, um, you'd know it once you found it. Um, but definitely in, in collector, in, in drawers or in, uh, containers with little spots like that. Yeah. It's, uh, you make your own system. I guess you just make it up as you go along, but then it just becomes ingrained. That's what it is. So it's not necessarily yeah. Hot Wheels versus, you know, whatever. It, it, you don't keep all the Hot Wheels, let's say, together. Um, yeah. Th- so there would be one with Hot Wheels. Like, obviously, a, a big die ca- a big, you know, die-cast no, model right, car that, right. you know, let's, would not fit in one of those little drawers. But, yeah, <laughs> no. those, you know, those would be obviously resigned to, to uh, you know, maybe a chest of drawers or something. Okay, so the the interesting question here is, okay, because I keep thinking back to when we were kids and just buying cars and playing with them and smashing them into each other. <laughs> Anyways, how expensive can this get? Like if you're still collecting or keeping an eye on it, and I know there's other questions around this too, like scale and, you know, collector's editions, et cetera, et cetera. How expensive can it get? Oh. Um, yeah. if you are buying, sorry, Kelly. Uh, no, oh, no, six, I was just, six. I heard your reaction yep. was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm still caught in rummy and them smashing around. So there must be a drawer that has fragments, parts of cars, wheels <laughs> here, hoods here. If there weren't any drawers good enough to hold our cars. A junk drawer. <laughs> junkyard. Yes. The, scrap, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the auto wrecker. <laughs> um, if you're starting out with um, Hot Wheels, so what we'd call, I mean, I'll just say a 164 scale. So a small car, you hold it in your hand, it's small. Um, anywhere, I would say, if, you, if you're just looking on the store shelves, maybe uh, I would say around $1 or $2. A lot of times they'll have sales where they might sell bundles of them for, you know, three for a dollar or three for two. Or um, If you're getting into uh, something a little bit bigger with... Uh, you know, the ones that wind up and you pull them back and you let them go or mm-hmm. um, those are probably around anywhere from the five to ten dollar mark. And then when you're getting into the uh, the big ones, like the big uh, uh, like the 118 or 124 scale, the ones that are much heavier, mm-hmm. that are a lot more detailed because they have more surface area. Um, those would probably go depending on and it also depends on make and model, too, but. Anywhere from 25 to up to, well, there's also a, a line where I draw the line, but I would say 25 up to, let's say 20 through 60. I think that's a pretty flexible amount. And what about what a lot of times? Would, oh, sorry, go ahead, Jeff. You finished that thought. A lot of times, some of the some of the more rare ones or some that they don't make as much because there's not as much demand for them might commend a higher price. Is there some you would, an outside of price, wouldn't get that aren't necessarily what you would say are collectible ones? I mean, you know, you look at a lot of stuff that, that toys that Fisher Price and them had that were really just parts of sets of things uh, from TV shows or whatever. That wouldn't be necessarily, I'm not saying one could preclude that from a collection, but would you still, in your case, collect that kind of thing and say, hey, yeah, man, I want uh, Magnum's old Ferrari or, or the General Lee or whatever it might be? Um. Yeah, well, one of the things that we did that we took pride in when we were kids was it was it, we couldn't do it so much with the with the small uh, with the small packages with Hot Wheels because you'd have to take them out at that point. But if you had something like a, a pullback, a wind up, or a or a, or a bigger model one, you could um, 
lift up one of the um, one of the one of the ends on the box and just feel inside, mm-hmm. and that would give you a little preview of oh, that's what this looks like. Um, but sometimes, yeah, I, I, I was never one for like, oh, this just came out, you know, the let's this is popular, let's go collect these, you know, for for merchandise or something for have to have. But a lot of times, if it's cool or if it is something from something I know, then yeah, I would want that too. I remember when. Yeah, like maybe a movie would come out and like this car would be really popular. And if it was there, I'd be like, oh, grab it, you know? Like the Back to the Future card or something. Uh, what's the oldest? Do yeah. You, do you guys have any, did you collect it as a kid or whatever? Uh, you know, old Studebakers, anything from, from the old car days uh, when, when these things would have been out there? Model T Fords, anything so like that? That's, so I was raised, I was raised on stuff for like the what we would call like american muscle or even just muscle yes. cars in general not specific to but that's kind of where it started and that was kind of around anywhere from the mid 50s to the mid 70s but then there was always yeah there but then also not only were there some in the collection but as i got older i did start going back into what were some of the less common ones i would say the old the oldest one i have is a 1934 chrysler airflow oh man oh that's a cool car you know, when you talk about older, like even to stop and think as, as somebody, really? You know, because you don't really think about when did they start making them, what vehicles were created. And and for a lot of people, all you wanted was just the everyday run-of-the-mill vehicle, whether it be, mm-hmm. you know, a Cobra, whether it be the Airflow, whether it be, you know, some little roaster, uh, roaster car, you know, like just something that was out, Roadster, excuse me, a uh, car that was available, like just something you know, that you heard about, that's fascinating. I mean, if a Cobra is your everyday car, you've got some, you've got a really good life. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious about um, what, where you lie in the spectrum of collectors, right? So do you consider yourself an avid collector? You mentioned how big your collection is and uh, the care and the types of vehicles, but I'm sure you're aware of how other people collect cars. So where do you think you fall in that? Well, let me, let me preface this to say that I was never the most gentle with, you know, with little cars as a kid too. (laughs) I would never crash them into each other, but I would spin them across the floor just so then, Okay. But anyways, um, you would use them. Absolutely, I would use them. You could tell which ones were mine and which ones are my brothers or my or my dad's or even like other my cousins because mine always had the paint off the wheels and sometimes off the doors. Whereas uh, you know my brothers were just out of the package, you know, hadn't been used. Um, but to get back to that question, how much it like? Um, it's mainly a hobby. I, uh, you know, I, I look on websites nowadays and there are auctions for for vehicles so sometimes they are new arrivals sometimes they're popular ones i can understand a limited edition one but when you're when you're selling something for you know let's say a 59 cadillac deville or something for like an auction anywhere anywhere in triple digits is too much for me that's Mm -hmm. you know yeah at an auction to our problem being vision impaired is again goes back to the what am I buying? What am I? You can certainly have the concept of the vehicle. I'm sure you've come across a lot of them in in places where you've just looked and whether the condition was what what you would end up spending any whether it's a dollar or twenty dollars for. Um, you you can see that and it's knowing what you have, what you don't have, what you'd love to have in your collection, or in the case of yourself. Something I just want to feel. I want to play with it. I wanna I want to be able to pick that car up and say, wow. I like that. I like the way the chargers have the lights behind the grill or whatever it might be, even in, in the models. 
or the way the back end, you know, looks like the, the, the fastback looks or something. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's that, like, it, it's, it's, it also, it is a gamble when you're dealing with uh, something like say an eBay, but when you're dealing with, um, a wholesaler or a factory outlet that sometimes has auctions, you can be pretty sure that what you're getting is something that was delivered. That's something that's been taken care of. Mm. Have you, when it comes to your brother and your dad and the way they, they keep them, I mean, I think you said you're, you know, you're, you're, they still collect all of you still um, do the collections. People often have what they think they're going to do with them, whether it's cards, are they one day going to sell? You know, I think they get it in their head that, oh, this one day it'll be worth a lot of money. I'll sell it. Some people have no thoughts of ever doing that and basically <laughs> leaving it to someone else to take care of, you know, when they pass away or whatever. Somebody will find, and they better find the right thing to do with them, the right collector. And I think that's what a lot of people who really take care of them hope that somebody else will get these and benefit and enjoy enjoy the collection. Um, for your 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 family do they they ever give you the gears about that and say oh to take care of them more do you find that person that oh no i would never this has got to be taken care of because some people really get into their collections that way and there are people who say forget it i buy this to enjoy it i buy it to enjoy it um also you know having having your own children really adds on to it you can instill that in them passing them down um, I was thinking about this beforehand. There is the uh, approach where, yeah, if you're going to sell it, sometimes people never take them out of the package, and then they sell them later, or they just keep them that way. My thing is, yeah, um, well, first of all, being blind and you're looking at something in the package is not going to do you much never, good. Never. Um, but second of all, that was just never the reason why you bought well, The first thing you did when you got home was take it out of the package. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would say it's more of a... Uh, it's definitely more of a sentimental thing. If I will, if I am going to give them away, it would probably be someone in the family. It, it would probably be my own children or even, uh, you know, um, my niece or a nephew, um, and who would appreciate them. Um, yeah, I would not put them up on eBay. I, I don't know how many people would want something that with, you know, that's, not in such a condition. <laughs> You'd only probably do it to get rid of them when you wanted to pass them on. Somebody who just, again, wanted to play and like just say, hey, look, these are great, you know, that you knew you weren't getting the top yeah. dollar your brother or father might. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rum, do you have anything? Because I have a couple of questions. No, I was questions. just going to ask the same thing. Like if you were to just pass this collection on, hypothetically, would you be able to to somebody else? Or is it just too close? It would probably it would be either in the family or with a very close friend who uh, who uh, it would make their life. Mm -hmm. That's generous of you. A couple of quick questions. Or even considering it. Favorite vehicle that you got? Favorite favorite car? Would you say? Probably the you know out of everything. It may, you know, by all this discussion, it makes it sound like I don't have anything new in my collection. But my favorite would probably be the 1940 Ford Coupe. It's a two-seater. I think sometimes it was often called an opera coupe. That's awesome. What um, just the way that thing looks. Um, just the way it looks. With touching them, playing with them, anything in particular, like some people like hoods that open, some people like the doors to open, or something particular. You say the way that, that car looks, are you tend to be more the, the, the sleekness, the design of the car? What is the thing that when you, when you get some of these that, that you really look at and like? 
Um, it's all of it. It's, um, well, always when a kid, it was, how is this going to sound when I, uh, you know, when I spin it around on the floor, right. Uh, but looks, but, uh, looks would, would always come after that. And a lot of times you buy something because you might, you might know what the car is, but you've never seen one before. And that's part of the, and that's part mm-hmm. of why you want it. You want to see and feel what this looks like. Um, curiously, I always, a lot of times favored the back tires when I would play with them which is weird because you would never drive a vehicle like that. Even if it was rear-wheel drive, you would never do that unless you were some kind of stunt driver, but that was just how it worked. Um, I would say all of that combined. I love doors that open. I don't know why. That's what I used to like. I used to love mm-hmm. hooking my finger yeah. in there, popping them open, the length of the doors. Oh, there's four here. You know, my favorite was probably my little Rolls Royce. I, I really enjoyed that, and that was because of the tire on the back, you know, or if you had wow. even the fragment. The Continental. Of the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jeff, awesome. Thanks for sharing. That is amazing, pal. Appreciate it. Glad we got you on for this. Thanks for having me. It's been a good, uh, it's been a good chat. I was surprised that uh, there's an audience for that. Well, we 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 are assuming so out there. (laughs) Thanks, man. Jeff, we'll find out. I guess (laughs) we shall. There's always an audience. Always for sure, and we appreciate it. Jeff Rainey, appreciate the time too joining us on Collections and Hobbies. We do this once a month here on the program. It's the second Tuesday of the month at this time. Up next, though, we'll wrap up the show. We'll check out what's coming up tomorrow on Now with Dave Brown. Give you a preview of Kelly and Company.